How are our recently homeless heroes feeling? I wish you wouldn't call me out like that on mic. You know I've been having financial struggles, and this is just a temporary thing, Richard. Fuck. You've been living in uh, my garage now? Is that what it's? I mean, it's not a bad gig. I've lived in worse places. There's a little cubby up in the attic. You can always scoot in there. I grew up on military bases. I have lived in worse places. <laughs> Richard would build you a cot. Don't worry. He's good at woodworking. <laughs> yeah. I can afford an air mattress, guys. God, <laughs> the breeze is going to need to get it wrong. But... Well, I... Just hot bunk it. I did. I wasn't surprised uh, that you immediately, you know, you destroyed everything we loved, cared about, so on and so forth. I wasn't so sure what happened episode two. I'm amazed it lasted that long. <laughs> I've heard tales of you, Richard. It's the first time that <laughs> I've mean, played with you. Tales of Jack Azary. Yeah. I'm a little snervous. A little snervous. <laughs> a little snervous. <laughs> I don't know how long I want to be in this campaign. Uh, we, were, we complained about treasure for one whole campaign, and he was like, you have a house. That's gone. <laughs> you want treasure? You'll need a home first, bitch. I'm just glad I didn't give my character like, he's got a wife and kids there. Those are his... Those are his tie-in. <laughs> I was wondering if anybody would do that. At it's the difficult decision because you all do know me, so I imagine at some point in time you had that thought process. I should do. Oh no, no, no! I sure shouldn't. I, I didn't think this character was the kind of person who would have loved ones. I, I figured that there would be tragedy relatively soon, but I have to admit, I I, I don't know if I if I thought that that the like. You know, it's like, hey, create some characters. Because I, I figured those might be an ongoing plot element, you know. And who knows, maybe they are. Maybe we get hints that they're alive and then that's motivation to try to save them and or maybe do some sneaky shit and try to get them free. Or... Yeah, I, I'd have done it like episode 15 after you like spend some time with them <laughs> and like things are looking up. Well, that would suck for somebody like me. I'm a rat folk. I'd have like 800 of them. Yeah, then they would all <laughs> mostly be dead. <laughs> yeah. But old Rich is like, you know what? Let's behead Ned Stark right in episode two. <laughs> let's, just get, let's just get my nut now. <laughs> I'm just getting warmed up. Welcome back, Vault Dwellers. The camera pans in. The snow is blowing. The wind is blowing. It's not quite a blizzard, but it's definitely not fantastic weather. The snow has gotten deeper, makes it more difficult to trudge their way through. But there they are. Five lonely adventurers. Four of them recently homeless. Following the fifth person to a location they have no idea what it is. How are you guys feeling about uh, your situation right about now? Any charming banter going on as you're trudging through the snow? Uh, I can tell you that uh, Thorgrim is 
politely describing ways that uh, we might be able to murder a number of them. So what I'm thinking is, it's somewhat of an army, and they're always a little bit disorganized, and so we just, we just insert ourselves into the army, so to speak, you know, we kill a few sentries on the edge, put on their armor, that sort of thing, and just begin a, um, a murdering spree. You know, you go into someone's tent and you... And you slice their artery, you know, around the neck, and, and you put your mouth over it, and you, you know, because you want to, you're not going to let that go to waste, of course. Um, and uh, maybe you slice up a few cho- choice bits for later on around the fire, you know, get hungry. Um, but you do that, and maybe another fellow is, he's using the latrine, and you hold his head underneath it, uh, you know, until he um, has inhaled uh, some amount of the effuse and fluid and so forth, and. Um, and then, of course, you, you slice off some of those bits because you're not going to let that go to waste. Um, and, and perhaps another, you know, is, um, oh, I don't know, maybe he's uh, on patrol and you nail him to a tree and listen to his screams die out. In the no, cold. no, I mean, see, that's how you kill people. Hmm. There's other ways to kill an army. One, start with central leadership. More importantly, you need to turn the army against itself. Destroy their food source. Nothing's worse than a hungry soul. Then you find something valuable, and you steal it. But you don't keep it. You put it in the tent of someone else and make sure it's found. Leadership starts disappearing bit by bit. They'll eat themselves alive in their own camp. When do we eat them? At the end. It's a long wait. See, but what's, what's what's more appetizing? Are you doing all the work, or... When the meat butchers itself. The butcher does enjoy some degree of appeal, as far as I'm concerned. There'll be survivors at the end. As long as they're all survivors, I'm all going down. I mean, I I feel perhaps tempering expectations is the way to go. See, I I personally, my friend is a one-handed knoll, not much fit for labor or war. I fear poor Muggsy's dead. Uh, another of our friends, of course, is a, uh, blind woman. My apologies, dear friend, but not fit for labor or war. I believe you sought solace with a guru for peace. Yes, uh, not much, well, I, I mean, I, I feel that he's a skilled fighter, but I doubt he could be made to fight on their behalf. Uh, he might be able to, he might labor, maybe. We'll call it a coin flip. Mm. And Scratch, do you have friends? <laughs> the shopkeep. Mm. I think that rat bastard owes me a hero point. <laughs> no, I believe I was tr- I was cheated by that fellow one time. Is it the one that deals in like second-hand goods? We'll say tw- <laughs> we'll say twenty percent. I I better go back to him. Um, I, I believe he sold me a something that did not work. It broke me. That tracks. Mm. That gives you a little bit of hope, doesn't it? Yes, I, I would like to speak to him about that. I'm sure we can arrange some sort of peaceful transfer of goods to make up for the problem. Oh, I'm sure if you rescue him, he'll give you a full refund. Mm. We should make that priority. Put that on the list. Who's, who's writing it down? <laughs> hmm. And as you guys trudge through the snow, mile after mile, your guide in front, Kisk, or as he likes to introduce himself as Gummo the Great, doesn't say a whole lot. He does look back from time to time to make certain that you're keeping up and that you're doing okay. And his demeanor seems to have changed a little bit 
little more grim, a little more concerned. Maybe even a little uncertain. Well, I gotta admit, I, I kind of hoped this wouldn't come to pass. Hope Wait. they were wrong this time. What, what do you mean? Well, you see, I'm a, I'm a member of an organization. We, we, we're preparing for, for something. He said, he said the war was coming now. I should have believed him. He's never been wrong yet, but I thought it was too soon. It couldn't be true this time. Maybe I, maybe I could have warned more, more villages, more settlements. Maybe I could have saved some people. But yes, you could have. Why didn't you try? What do you think I was doing out here? I should have, I should have come earlier, but I, I was, I was held up by, by something else, I, I, something else I thought was more important. But now, and I fear I made the wrong decision. What could be more important? It's better if you ask him. I, I don't know if I completely understand it myself, but I, I think it was important. I just... Vague proclamations are kind of my thing. I, I can assure you I have many questions for you and... My God. Are you... Are you saying that, uh... You, you knew that this was a possibility ahead of time, <laughs> and you didn't say anything to I, anyone about it. I didn't. I didn't know specifics. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Sun's getting low, big guy. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Why shouldn't we tell you? Throw it out now. Somebody have a piece of raw meat. Easy no, no, let's see how it plays out. If that's what you feel like you gotta do. All I'm tired of saying that stop you. Dead. But I didn't know where they were gonna hit. We just knew that the war was gonna get here faster. We knew that the army was gonna attack sooner than we thought they could. I, I thought we still had time, so did some of the others. Y you have to understand the, the Oracle only knows what he knows. But perhaps we can speak to him and then make a decision, Pilgrim. I mean, that's 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 where we're headed. I, I he said something else to me, and, and you have to understand that, that sometimes it's, it's difficult to make sense of, of what he's saying. He said I would meet some people, some some people that well I, I should bring back. He said that he said that you you would be homeless, but he said that. You were, you were important. He said that you'd be the ones to help us out. Be the uh, missing piece of the puzzle, I, I, I think he said. But I didn't, you guys had a home. I didn't think it was you. And then I didn't think the army was anywhere near this close. Our last intel was put them nearly a hundred miles away. A lot of places between here and there. I, I have no idea how they wound up and crossed that distance. I... Have the other settlements fallen? How did they do it that quickly? The army didn't look that big. So many questions. Who leads this army? The one back there? Your former home? Yes. He's, he's an orc. They call him the Chainbreaker. His name is Shogul. He... He tried to lead a rebellion, you know, back before... We all broke free. Rumors were that he was dead. You know, the, the masters, they killed him. But it looks like they didn't. 
Like maybe they just kept him for a more vile purpose. The Oracle said he'd, he'd been freed. He had plans to take over everything. Was going to build himself an army. It seemed... It seemed almost impossible and, until, well, some of our agents further west started telling us that it was true, starting seeing the signs. We've been making plans ever since then, but that's where I was when this happened. Why slaughter our own kind? Why burn homes of orcs, gnolls, and goblins? Do you want to be a dark lord of his own? He's just calling the weak. That's the way he sees it. Those strong enough to survive, he'll reward. He'll bring into the fold. Those who aren't, well, they're too weak for him anyway. The problem is when you live like that, you die like that. I agree with you, my friend, but, but that hasn't seemed to slow him down any yet. Well, there's new players in the game now. He would be unfit to wield the power over our nation. I'm going to wear his pelt. Thorgrim, we don't always see eye to eye. Mostly the height difference. You are, you are very, very small. But in this, we are in sync. Plenty of skin to go around. <laughs> Why do you think that's a good name, Gummo? Rich is like, okay, that, that was a drive-by. A little bit, but I actually know the answer. I just didn't think anybody would ask. Um, you, you see, back when I was a little lad, well, you know how it was before. Oh, shit, it seems I didn't actually care. <laughs> shit. Oh, my feet are so cold. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Not as cold as your heart. He actually does. He reaches into a pack and he pulls out something and tosses it at you, Turk. It's a grenade. <laughs> well, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> uh, it's it's some loosely stitched together and tied together fabric. It looked like at one point in time maybe it was uh, a sack. It has some little pieces of hay and straw stuffed out of it. And it kind of looks like maybe it was a, a critter. Mm. Maybe a monkey or something. It's a, it's a little doll. My, my mama made that for me when I was young and scared. She called him Gummo the Great. And like, at that, Turk softens a little. Because he got caught off guard. But it's like, for a second, he tries to imagine what that must have been like. It's all it, I got left. None of my family made it out. Cherish that memory. And Turk hands it back, like, gently. So I use that to remind myself. And I was, you see, I wasn't. I wasn't strong enough then. I'm still too young. But that's not now. Anyway, there's a lot of work to be done, and we've still got a, a many miles to go. You can be mad at me all you want. Maybe I have made mistakes, and maybe I'm going to make some more, but I can tell you, I'm in this for the right reasons. Let's go make our mistakes go. So the miles continue to pass by. Day turns to night, night turns to day. Until finally... You reach something of an outcropping, not really a hill. Uh, the territory in this area is still pretty rough. So as these rocks kind of jut up, Gummo, seeing the landmark, changes his path just a little bit and moves towards him, points it out to the four of you. That's where we're going. What, uh, what sort of landmark? 
Uh, it's just kind of some raised, uh, not really rocks, but it's more like a rock formation, just a, a jutting up. It seems fairly natural, like maybe there was a glacier up against here at one point in time millennia ago. Um, there, things like that exist along the coastline. Here. Sharp or rounded? Or? Um, I mean, it doesn't look particularly jagged, but it, it, it's sharp cornered enough to, to show kind of the roughness of the territory. Um, and it's not very tall. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look uh, terribly auspicious as far as the um, location of a um, secret society. Uh, that's kind of the idea. What are you, bards there? Is that what it is? A bunch of traveling um, instrumental fellows? Or? Um, I'm the only one that's there regularly. There's another fellow. He works out west. We haven't heard from him for a little while. Ideally, secret societies keep their existence hidden. Well, let's, let's be on. As you come up close, then, once again, the sourcropping isn't that tall. Maybe 30 feet at the highest sections. If you were to climb it, and there's actually areas enough where you could almost walk to the top of it with very little climbing. But the, the top of it is very obvious and out in the open, so it doesn't seem like maybe that's exactly where you're heading. And you guys are weary. It's probably in 50 miles of rough travel. You're probably hungry, cold, and ready for uh, this little trek to be over. And sure enough, as you come up to kind of the base of this rock outcropping. Gummo moves up and he finds a place where the rocks kind of overlap. There's one that juts out and there's a little crevice uh, back in behind it. He moves some rocks out of the way. You see him kind of uh, pulling them back. They're not particularly large, but they're large enough that uh, he has to reach out and pick them up two-handed. Settles them out of the way. Make sure he looks around. Everybody, keep your eyes peeled. Make sure we haven't been followed. Is that a chat? No, he's just telling you that. Oh, Turk thinks about, yes, now that I've opened the door, make sure we're not being followed. (laughs) Seems wise. And with that, Brad is asking all of the right questions. (laughs) (laughs) Almost as if on cue. I know. I'm like, uh, I swear we have not coordinated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Turk sees all. uh, (laughs) About five minutes go by with everybody looking out and keeping watch and, and seeing if anybody can see anything. Finally, after an excruciatingly long amount of time, Kisk moves out and kind of about 30 feet in front of the outcropping where it's snow covered, he starts brushing away snow and digging down into it a little bit. He gets down to the bottom of the snow, which at this point in time is probably almost a foot deep. And then he pulls out from his pack a small hammer, almost comically small, too small to be a smith's hammer, but still obviously of some use whatsoever. He reaches down and he bangs it on the ground in a syncopated rhythm. Something that you'd expect a bard to maybe thrum out on their lute. But when he hits the ground, it doesn't sound like rock. It sounds like metal. And it sounds like metal with something hollow on the other side, as you can hear that gong noise as he does it. After a few seconds, you hear something knock on the other side. He knocks back with a certain rhythm, and then you hear some metal clanking as a latch is being pulled back, and the metal door is pushed up. It's the hatch from Lost. <laughs> yes. No. Um, Brother, I think I <laughs> sunk so, your bone. Because if that's the case, there's going to be an unsatisfying ending yes, to this, there is. <laughs> to this no, whole podcast. No, no, the writer strikes over. You're, you're, <laughs> no, you've been in purgatory the whole time. Shit. Well, it wasn't technically the whole time, but the point is, it was still fucking lame, because mm-hmm. at the very end, correct. No, yes. Anyway, I'm back. 
I've anyway. never seen Lost. So yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, oh, shit. Well, well, I'm just kidding. I would never watch yeah, it. I knew that they were in purgatory. J.J. Abrams' first failure. <laughs> mm-hmm. There have been many since. <laughs> so there is a the arm of a hobgoblin inside that is swung. Severed? Slid open. No. Oh. It, it's attached to the rest of the hobgoblin. It looks delicious. But mostly all you can see is, is the arm and a bit of the, the shoulder. Uh, Kisk says something to him uh, a little bit hushedly, but... Uh, you guys can hear it's just a, simply a greeting. And then he looks at you guys, kind of nods down. This, this is where we climb down. It's a ladder goes down a ways. Keep your grip. You don't want to fall. Hmm. Who's first? I'll go. Good, good call. So it's literally just, it's like a manhole. Okay. With, oh, uh, <laughs> yes, with a, or a, a rat hole. Oh. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> getting better but God dang by it, the that sense. was awesome both you a little fuzzier now. yeah <laughs> oh uh, but, but there is a um wooden ladder underneath uh. it's a very long wooden ladder but you don't think you have any particular trouble navigating it seems to go down about 50 feet okay. you're seeing the hobgoblin to open the latch is already making his way down he's probably halfway down already as i'm going down uh, uh let's uh, do I do I see anything? Like, is it just pitch black? Or um, as you begin to go down, it's pretty dark down there. Uh, do you have any sort of vision thing that I should know about? I mean, low yeah. light vision. <laughs> you do have low light. Uh, give me a perception check. <laughs> okay. Dude, that would be a thirteen. Yeah, you're a little worried about keeping your hands on the rungs. Since it's wooden, is it a little rickety? That I'm um, like, it's huh, really huh? not. It's pretty sturdy, but. Like it's not spaced well for you. you know, the the rungs are a little further apart oh, than you okay. would like them yep, to be. Yep. Okay. Um, so you're focusing on that, and you don't see much below you. Okay. I'm just gonna keep going and be like, just keep crawling down. You guys coming? How much further do we have? You look up and you see the hatch close. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion in the basket. The bargain is sealed. <laughs> well, I would I would be remiss if I didn't say it. I have dark vision. Yeah, I knew somebody would. Yeah. Oh, oh, you as well. Excellent. So the ladder goes down about 50 feet. Now, those of you who can see it and roll better on a perception check as you get down, you would realize that at the bottom of this, there is a, a chamber, not particularly large, but there are roughly six, maybe seven. Looks like you see the hobgoblin that opened the hatch and six other goblins. They do all have weapons out. Oh, gentlemen, no worries. We mean you no harm. So the four of you make your way down the ladder, and then Kiss come down, comes down behind you, closing the latch on the way, or closing the latch behind him. When he gets to the bottom, he's like, uh, yeah, you gotta understand, uh, we're very cautious around here, but if you, uh, as long as you don't attack anybody, they're, they're, they're not gonna bother you. Oh, I wasn't particularly worried about them. I feel it that fellow, I could tear off his his head fairly easily, and then the one right there, I mean, I one bite would go right through his chest, and oh, see the little one there, the one that's what, shaking? What my friend I mean, is saying is we share the sentiment, but come in peace. That one looks tasty. Three bites. Uh, Kisk moves over to say something to the hobgoblin. Uh, I'm, I'm taking him to see the, the oracle. Yeah, word came through just a little while ago, you'd be here. Kisk seems to nod knowingly, like, he should have expected that. Uh, do you guys need to take a minute? We've still got a bit of a walk ahead of us. Or are you, are you ready to go? But yep. if you need to rest up, now's the time. I kind of want to go home. Oh, wait. 
no. <laughs> Let's just move on. Any refreshments, uh, perhaps? Um, I mean, they do have some water and stuff available. Hmm. You see, once you're now that you're down here, there is a, another small little chamber next to it. Essentially, a makeshift guard room. They've turned it into. There's a, you know, a couple of cots and a table in there and some supplies. Um, this this has all the the lookings of uh, just that a guard room and a gate. Obviously, though, it's no not a gate. It's just a small latch on the surface. Gummo, why all of these um, precautions? I mean, this is a very um, well defended establishment. I mean, are you constantly at um, at odds with someone? Some entity or force? Where we're going, it's been there since before. You see, there was a resistance movement. They were going to try to break everybody free, but then, well, something happened, and we all managed to do it ourselves. Problem was, the trouble didn't go away then. That's when the Oracle showed up. First, everybody just thought he was some crazy guy. You'll understand. But everything he says comes true. And so this was part of, whenever we were all captives, this was part of the... uh there was some effort to rise up or something, to rebellion. I'm not exactly sure how it all started. But yeah, there was there was a movement, there was people. We were mostly escapees, people they thought were dead. There was somebody before that ran the organization. Don't know what happened to them, but hmm. they had a plan, but they disappeared when the Dark Master did and everybody got free. Since then, the rest of them have taken it over. They, we're going to go to the surface, but the Oracle said that said that we shouldn't. Said that something was coming. Hmm. Some people left. Some people stayed. Some people made a home here, so didn't want to go. It's been pretty peaceful for a while, until just recently, when those those comets showed up in the sky. That's when everything started happening. That's when the Oracle started talking more. Did he predict those comets would fall from the sky? Sort of. He said they were... He said two great powers were being released, although he didn't say two. He said it was one and two. I don't know what that means. He said they were racing back here. He said they would decide everything. That all we can do is help. So the Oracle is being cryptic. Never would have expected. I mean, it is a favorite of mine. As well. This is what it's like talking to me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Maddening. Yeah, as we were going to bring that up at some point. Well, I've learned something today. <laughs> have you? I promise I'll be better in the future. Oh, will I? And he pulls his cards out and starts <laughs> shuffling. Watch, he's, go- he's gonna say, I have a card for that next. I do. Still, though, a fellow insurgent and a prati- practitioner of the occult arts is someone I'd very much like to meet. Right about then, a kobold comes down a side passage. You hear him say to the hobgoblin, who seems to be in charge, that sentries say all clear. What color is that? Let's go with green. Green? Mm. Is that one of the good ones? I'll find out. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, with that, G- uh, Gummo looks around. Uh, well, if you guys are all ready, and, and indeed, like some snacks and some drinks, not exactly a meal, but uh, had been brought to you, and uh, you guys took a few minutes to get off your feet. This jacket was really good. Who, who, who which was it? Is that, um, is that Goblin Jerky? <laughs> well, no, no, that, that, that come from a village to the to the east. See, I, I did a fair amount of trading. Uh, everybody thought we was trading with the, all the other villages, but really a lot of those goods come back here. Hmm. Some villager jerky. Turk takes a look at the, uh, surprise you didn't mention it, a lizard on a stick <laughs> <laughs> with much disdain. Seems derivative. I bring up something 
like that. There's no dipping sauce. And with that, he looks at one of these side passages, and you realize that you've been sitting here that there are actually several small side passages. And while there looks like the chamber you were in had some work done to it, the ones on the side are clearly more natural passageways, or have been around for quite some time. So he grabs from the storeroom an ever-burning torch, and uh, starts to head down one and nods for you guys to follow him. Off we go. So you walk down these natural passageways, and for the most part, it's not particularly difficult. There's a fair number of little places where you have to kind of climb down or climb up or move around. You see signs that people have traveled this passageway, uh, but it definitely hasn't been completely worked a whole lot. There are a few places where there are ropes that have been left in place and some makeshift ladders, where you see some rocks have been piled to make it a little easy to traverse. He seems to know where he's going, and there, there are a lot of side passageways. And you get the idea after a while that there may be multiple routes that work, and he seems to be choosing which way he goes, and not necessarily at random, uh, but ensuring that he's not following a specific path. number of miles have crossed your feet, maybe five, maybe six. It's kind of hard to tell underground like this. Before the passageway opens up and you start to see dwellings. Some passageways have been uh, somewhat walled off with doors and windows. Others have been carved. And it looks like the outskirts of a village. It, if it wasn't underground, it has all the appearance of those those homes and and hovels and, and cabins that pop up outside of a, a decent little town. Except underground. Except underground. <laughs> you see many different races. You see pretty much anything that you guys would have normally seen in any of the camps. The lizard folks, the goblins, the kobolds, the hobgoblins, the orcs. They're, they're all represented as you go by. And they all seem to look at you. They all seem to notice that you're not from around here. Are they pale? No, not really. Most of them seem fairly normal. Uh, the dress is a little weird because they're not dressed for winter, but of course it's fairly warm where you are. You know you went down quite a bit as you traveled. Yeah. You're not certain exactly how far underground you are, but you wouldn't be surprised if the answer isn't maybe 500 feet or more. How's it lit? Well, there are some ever-burning torches. There are some glowy rocks, but there are also a lot of glowing mushrooms that seem to be cultivated along the paths. Which, by the way, you only started seeing those as you got here where the habitat areas are. Can I pick one of the mushrooms? You can try. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to scurry over to the wall and... Guidance. Uh, <laughs> Turk is also curious. What is that? Seven? What do I have in nature? No, wait. Uh, is that one or a seven? No, that is a seven. Uh, guidance. What yeah, plus me? one. Okay, so eight and eight. So... 16. You go to, to grab one of these mushrooms, and they're almost little sconces chiseled into the wall, and you see that they have a substrate under there. Uh, you're pretty certain you know what the substrate is made of, and these mushrooms seem to be glowing out of there. However, before you pick one, it occurs to you that this particular variety is probably pretty poisonous. Oh, okay. So delicious. Poisonous as in trippy or poisonous as in death? Well, it depends on which one you eat. Smaller ones probably won't kill you. Like, good time? Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be pretty tripped out, but you hesitate to know because you know, it doesn't take a whole lot. I'm going to take one. Save it for later. <laughs> I 
I actually would also like to harvest one of these tiny mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, you get trippy, but there'll also be nightmarish diarrhea and nonstop vomiting. That's okay. If it reveals a greater truth about the universe, though. It reveals that your bowels can only hold so much shit at one time. <laughs> Surprising amount. I'm a but. rat. It just goes straight to the ground. <laughs> so you guys each get a mushroom. They're, they're plentiful. Um, you know, you did a nature check. So you, you can tell that these are... Uh, regularly worked. You know, somebody's coming by and pruning off the the larger ones. You know, refilling the substrate, letting the smaller ones grow at a rate, uh, so that they light the path. Okay, so they're they're. Do they get dimmer the older the mushroom? At a certain point, uh, they also will start to shade others. I don't know why I'm so interested in this. I'm just curious. You know, if the mushroom gets too big, it'll choke out the smaller ones. Okay. So they have a very good cycle of letting them get big enough to where they glow, but then if they get too big, they'll cut them out, make room for the smaller ones, and keep the you know, keep the cycle going, uh, which you imagine is probably a fair amount of work. Like, that's not, you know, something okay. that you... You don't check on these once a year. Somebody's coming by to check on these probably almost so daily. So it's a job for the locals. Like, that's part of... Chris probably. Hey, makes live underground. Somebody, Let's do this. Somebody has this this job, so okay. to speak. Also, you can tell that the walkways here are a little more worked and worn. There's still a lot of stepping up and down. You have to watch where you're going. It's nothing as, as easy as a flat path. Would they be so, slick being underground? No. No? Okay. I'm just curious about your terrain down only, here. <laughs> only if there's water. Um, which, by the way, there are places where you hear and see some water, mm-hmm. but everywhere that you go, something has been worked. Like there's little pools along the side where the water has been directed to flow into it and flows out into somewhere else. Okay. Very nice. Uh, you finally make your way uh, further and further. And as you do, the a number of dwellings and people seems to increase. And you don't know how many people are around, but at this point in time... You guys have passed by enough dwellings to maybe fit a hundred people. And then eventually the passageway opens even more and you come upon what can only be described as an impressive gate. Um, out of uh, this little bit. So when we're done tonight or maybe in the morning, depending on how my night goes, there's a map. I will put it in the channel for you guys, but I didn't want to put it in there beforehand. Um, so you guys come across this, this gate. It is both metal and stone, but it is all worked and looks pretty darn sturdy. There are two tower-like structures that obviously don't reach towards the sky, but they do go pretty far up in this chamber, as well as a number of arrow slits. And you do see sentries in those tower-like structures looking down. And not only are they looking, but they seem to have their bows and everything at the ready. Gummo walks up and knocks on the gate, knowing full well that everybody in there it, it can see him. And a few people have even kind of followed you guys. You know, I wouldn't say that you've gathered a crowd, but other people seem to be minding their own business pretty much right behind you for a while now. After a moment, you hear the gate being opened from the inside. It seems like a bit of a process. And the, the one of the doors swings, it's kind of a double door. Um, they're not real big. They're probably maybe 10 feet tall, but 20 feet wide. They open up, opens outward. Um, they don't open the second door, and their first one only opens big enough to kind of let you guys in. Uh, sorry, that's, uh, we're, we're running late. It's after curfew, so gotta get us some permission to come in. Do what you have to do, yeah. It's, it's technically nighttime out. And they close the gate to the city at night. So you see him kind of step in, and he is talking to... He is talking to a knoll. Now, the three of you may not notice it, but one of you, who is a knoll notices that's a female 
They seem to have something of a tense conversation. And finally, he waves the four of you over to the door. Uh, all right, we, we, can, we can go in. Who's your friend over there? Hmm? My name is Quill. Oh, Quill. Hmm? Where, where were you uh, stationed in the oh, up above? It's nice to meet you. No, no. You see, it's my job to ask questions here, not answer them. Well, I think we could mutually ask questions of each other, eh? So that's what uh, civilized people do. Is thinking new for you? Do you do it often? I um, don't really <laughs> oh, understand your question, to be oh, very honest I, with you. I like her. Fortunately for you, we knew you were coming. The Oracle will see you right away. But don't make it a habit. These gates stay locked at night. Well, we weren't the ones who came here. I mean, we were brought here. I think we were told the Oracle wanted to see us. Is that the case? So really, what you're saying is, don't make it a habit of... Doing what the Oracle says? Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense now, does it? What was your name again? I've totally forgotten already. My name is Quill. That's right, Quill. Quill Trissy. Ah, Trissy. Mm, Trissy. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Remember it. Mm. Oh, I will. I want you to know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Quill Trissy. Someone write that down for me. <laughs> Not good at writing. Scurry along. Go on your way. Thank you for your hospitality, Quill. I hope we'll see each other again soon. Maybe I'm, I'm assuming you'll come this way often. I fear you're correct. Mm. <laughs> As they move in, Turk looks over at Scratch. That's what passes for flirting among gnolls. It's a little gross. I think she'd like me. I Soon, think things are heating up between you two. Soon he'll bring her a gift of something mostly dead. I don't know if you could sense the sexual tension between us. And by sense, I mean scent. That was a scent that was extreme. I could detect it. I'm not sure if your feeble senses could could place it, but... uh, Mercifully, no. hmm. Yes. I mean, I... She... (laughs) I mean, we're practically mates at this point. (laughs) Who's to say you aren't even related? (laughs) (laughs) So Gummo motions you guys to move along as he leads you into the city. He kind of leans over a little bit to Thorgum. I, uh, I'd, I'd be careful with that one. You're mm. not the first you tried. Oh, well, so she's a, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. is that it? Uh, she seems like quite the catch. Quill, huh? <laughs> she's the, uh, the captain of the guard around here. They're guard, they're pretty fanatically loyal. Mm. Yeah, of course, yes. To who? To her. The god is fanatically loyal to her, okay. Well, I like a woman with a little bit of power, if you take my meaning. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, my friend. Yeah, well, she just needs the right man to show her the way. Now come with me, if you insist. As you move into the city, it's surprisingly large for an underground city. Maybe not uh, impressively big if it were above ground, but underground, it, it's it's pretty pretty big. There seems to be something of a, a central promenade that goes around in a, a circle. And the buildings or structures are all on the outside or some of them are on the inside. So you can kind of just walk around the whole city and you see different things. Uh, Since it is nighttime, it doesn't seem super busy here, but there are people out and about. You wonder what nighttime means to folks who live underground all of the time. You see there are several businesses that some of them do seem to be open. Some of them are closed. And as Kisk leads you around the circle, you come to 
uh, a fairly nice looking impressive structure that you, know, you think maybe is some sort of town hall Thulgrim is um, uh, curious about something so I mean this is it looks like clearly a, a fairly impressive location um, but um, it seems like this seems like uh, this, this would be a lot to have constructed recently are, are they inhabiting some more ancient location uh, I mean even even if uh, the natural uh you know, the, the natural world contributed the right sort of caverns to, to that one could manipulate to make this sort of place. It still seems like a lot of work, given the relatively recent nature of the, uh, the Dark Lord's return and subsequent um, defeat. So uh, that's what I'm curious about. Is there a more ancient route to this place? Yeah, that, that's about the size of it. A lot of this was built long before. By who? Well, that's a good question. We don't know. Well, Graham, you're not quite piecing it together. See, while we were attempting to throw off our shackles and survive, they were down here enjoying their homes and their baked goods. Oh, well, I mean, I, I understand that. It's just that it seems like uh, there would have had to have been a uh, a precursor place. That, that, that These buildings, I mean, that... that that took a long time to make that one over there. That that has to. I mean, it, uh, you can see that there are modern accoutrements, but I would think that this is the site of some sort of ancient, ancient um, dwelling city or something. Well, we don't exactly know, but these towns have been here for a while. And who are the oldest inhabitants? Oh, um, um goodness, uh, I don't know who the oldest are. We've got a couple of, of elderly around here. There's a number of them that have lived their whole lives here. Interesting. Uh, you'll probably meet the mayor soon. Uh, I don't know if she's up, but I imagine she's going to want to want to meet you. Uh, she's been around a while, but, uh, well. It's not like we've got anywhere else to go. Oh, that's right. Our village was destroyed. <laughs> yeah, almost forgotten about that for See, the first time. And he does lead you to this, uh, it's town hall. It, it looks very much uh, government-like in some way. There are guards they they let you enter and uh Gumbel walks in like you know he know walks in like he he's done it a million times before you notice that uh he seems to be well known around here and somewhat well regarded uh, he takes you through a little side corridor and he's like well let's just get straight to it and he points you towards the door and he's like go on in uh i'll i'll be out here when you're done not going to accompany us uh. He annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> and Turk walks in. Uh, you go into the door, and on the inside, this is a very posh-looking room. There is a hanging bed that kind of swings from the ceiling. It's uh, got, you know, kind of uh, sheer cloth draped around it. There's some candles going in the room. There's uh, even a little soft music. Well, A little incense going. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and now the awkward point where we narrate an origin <laughs> it's adventures vault after dark uh, and there is a hobgoblin a male hobgoblin kind of lazily lounging on the bed you think he might be asleep he's got a little bowl of food that's kind of half spilled on his chest <laughs> and there is a drink on the floor next to the bed uh, that looks like it's about half full. 
clear my throat loudly as we maybe wait a tense second. He kind of, his eyes look up and he uh, breathes deep, reaches down, kind of shuffles the food off of his, his uh, oh, hey, oh, 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 like, wow, you're here. I knew you'd say that. And establishes oracle dominance immediately. <laughs> Sorry, like pinch poke, give me a coke. I fell asleep. That, uh, the oh, they they lit the good stuff a little while ago, and oh, it's oh, it's it's amazing. So, come in, come in, come in, come in. Do you guys want anything to drink? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, awesome. I told him you would. With uh, almost at that point in time, uh, a couple of goblins come walking in with the, with the tray, and they have uh, four cups on there. And honestly, it's, it's four of probably what you would have asked for. Oh look, a childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a drink. Oh yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. The four of you are here. It's 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 super groovy. Are you okay? Can't hurt. <laughs> just like what the, you're like tripping balls over here. <laughs> I'm like I don't know how to say it any other way. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm good. How are you, my friend? We're in mourning. Oh yeah, that's really sad. That's a bummer. I hate that for you guys. A bummer. Yeah, I've been bummed about it ever since I saw it. Me too. That does bring up a bit of an issue. How long ago did you see it? Your village. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it until just just today. Same. <laughs> Actually, you guys would have been the day before. Shame, it's so late. I know it. It it kind of sucks, but like I don't usually see it until it ever happens. I just know it before it does. Wait a minute. Say that again. <laughs> okay, like I, you know how like you see things with your eyes. Like sometimes I see things, but like I'm not there. But it's like I'm there. And it's always after it happens. Like, I didn't see you guys coming here right now, but I probably will later. But I knew you were coming. Oh, God. I... That's called hindsight. I like that word. Or is it two words? Is it like hindsight or hindsight? It's one with a hyphen. Ooh. Hyphens are kind of awesome. <laughs> I think I like hyphens. Uh, I'm wanting to inspect my drink before I drink it. Uh, I mean, what would you have ordered? If they were like, you know, what would you have asked for? Apple juice. <laughs> it, 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 it's apple juice. It seems fine. Um, it's not particularly great, but it's not really bad either. Underground grown apples. Oh, <laughs> uh, you you wonder. You don't know. <laughs> Pine tea is surprisingly good. I just knocked back a, a glass of mead instead of clang it back down on the tray. Another. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, it will take more than drink to slake my thirst. We have questions. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not like that. I'm into girls. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want there to be a misunderstanding. I mean, it's cool that you are like I we like. It's just all love in the room. So like, it's fine. But like, I mean, this is just my place. My, My new friend, focus. There are people dead and people dying. Oh, I know. I mean, I thirst for revenge right now. We need to see if we can stop that. Now, now we're cooking. This white wine is pretty good, actually. Mm. No so. shit. What? what? <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> I can't just Turk like completely Thor- off guard. <laughs> Thorgrim probably, re- you know, if he had his own choice, it would probably be something like, you know, 
some thick, heavy wine, you know, but he wants to appear erudite and sophisticated and so a, a white sort of elven sort of thing would be what he would have, would he would have ordered had he had that opportunity. But enough about my choices of alcohol beverage. We uh, have uh, heard it that you understand what's going on above. Something to do with the comets. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't claim to have any understanding. I don't, I don't really even know what's going on most of the time. I just know, like, things are going to happen. Such as? I don't know. Because I don't... I haven't... Oh, my God, you made me agree with the bot. <laughs> like, that's just the thing. I know when I know. And I just know. It's just like I knew you guys were going to come here. I didn't know it until, like, I just knew it. Fine, fine. So... With regards to the to the comets, what do you know about them? What did, what what did you see about? Them? I think that's who's talking to me. One of them. Uh, how long have you been an oracle, quote unquote? Oh, that's just what they call me. I'm I'm just I'm just it, I'm just last, you know. Is the comet in the room with us right now? <laughs> no, it's up in the sky. You got to go up to see it, and I don't like going out. Mm. You spoke about it as if it were some sort of entity, some sort of intelligence, some... Exactly! Exactly! See? You get it! You get it! Everybody says, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, they are. They're both of them. There's the two of them, and I think they're fighting. Sometimes I hear one, sometimes I hear the other. But I like one of them. Are they some sort of um, creature, then? The giant sky creatures? I mean, I don't like to throw around terms like that. That's kind of an ugly word. Well, no, it's like neither of those are, are ugly at all. Those are one of the creature common. thing. I mean, what makes one a creature and another a person? I think if it's a living being, it is technically a creature. Yes. I don't know. I don't like that one. But okay, we'll use your your word. I, I yeah, like I think there's something. They're like they're real. They're not just like, you know, like a shooting star. So they're different from a shooting star. I think so. That's my that's like my working theory. I was contemplating that when you guys walked in. What does all that have to do with us? If they're fighting in the sky, why should this have anything to do with, with our village? That's and the amazing part. I don't know. What do you know? Uh, what do you not know? Oh, well, there's a whole lot I don't know. Do they give you their names when they talk to you? No. It's not even like they talk to me. It's just like sometimes it's just there. You hear them. It's like a... Not, it's like a memory. It's like I remember hearing them. Almost like maybe they're putting those memories in my head. Why are they fighting? Oh, what are they fighting about? Have you ever known people who, like, know each other? Like, a long time? Like, you guys are friends. Do you ever, like, just, like, fight even though you're friends? Like, maybe you just rub each other the wrong way. Or maybe, like, you you know, a, a married couple that have been together for a while. I it's would, like that. Wouldn't know about married I don't think that's possible. I mean, you know, I think my personality is beloved by all, everyone, yes. When did these memories start? Right after I, I came here, right, you know, after the liberation. So you were imprisoned by one of the armies? No, no, I was in the camps like everybody else up mm. above. When I left, I kind of I kind of wandered. I, I didn't know where I wanted to go, and I just, I wound up somewhere. And, and uh, you know, I, I found my way here. It's a secret place. I don't know how I knew how to do it. I just I just did it. What about this chain breaker? Do you know anything about him? He's bad business. He seems really mean. That was my impression as well. 
Was it the slaughter that clued you in on that? A little <laughs> bit, oh, yes. yes. Oh, and the burning of the homes. Oh, and the taking of prisoners. Yes, and, um, yes. Yeah. Subtle clues, these. But I think, I think, I think he's like me. There's like me, and then there's like him. Turk like bites his tongue really hard. You think he's an oracle? I think I think he knows things. Like I know things. Do you think there could be more than the two of you, or do you think one for each of those comets? I, I don't know. Maybe there's a bunch of us somewhere. Maybe we're just like the only ones that are here. I don't know, but I think he's like over there, and I'm I'm over here. I, I never see him. I just n- know he's there. So you couldn't tell us where he's at right now? No, he's wherever he is, he stays there, though. Pity. Like you stay here? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if we can. I don't know what would happen if we left. So if, he's, if he isn't, so he doesn't accompany his armies? I don't think so. I think he stays where he is, and I stay here, because like, I'm here, and he's there. You see? He's like, he's there. And so if he's giving directives to his army, then what are you giving directives to? Well, I don't give directives. Why would I do that? Like, I just sit here. I just know things. You do have a pretty good here, it appears. I mean, it's pretty groovy around here. People seem to like me. <laughs> Maybe not that guy. But I'm working on it. He's just got to get to know me. I don't think he really likes anybody. I liked Muggsy before they carted him away or butchered him, not sure which. My point being, there's a lot of people on the surface that are dead, or may soon be, and you have it pretty nice down here. And while that's very tempting, we have a mission. You do? What's your mission? To find the guy that's like you and kill him. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you're gonna go see the dragon then? Now that is a new thing that you've said. Noel says what? I didn't say anything about the dragon. No, I believe you haven't brought that up. No, yet. you've done what we call Wait. buried the lead. Wait. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't think I knew about the dragon. Ah. So the this revelation about the dragon just came to you. Hot off the presses. I mean, I I guess sometimes I just like I said I just I just like know things. I will- oh shit the dragon's not there. Well, dial it in. Dial it in. Quick, oh, the quick. dragon is... Okay. Even I'm confused sometimes. Does anything you take help? Okay, so there's a dragon there, but I don't think the dragon's there. Oh. Oh, they beat you to the dragon. They... The, there was a dragon that uh, was important in all this, and they, they, the dragon is no more? Yeah, I think... Ooh, yeah, I think they I think they killed the dragon. Oh, man, that's a bummer. That dragon was really important, too. How? Hmm? Important how? I don't know. I just know you guys have to go find the dragon. But the dragon's dead. Is there any use in trying to find the dragon now? That's amazing. They didn't take the stuff. The stuff? Yes. They took, like, all the treasure, but that's not the treasure. Is the treasure the friends we made along the way? I mean, it can be. <laughs> Where's the stuff? No, no, you see, okay, okay, so like, okay, I think I got it now. The dragon was like, he's like the guardian, but he's not, oh, she she was the guardian, but she's not the real guardian. 
Like the treasure isn't the treasure. There's treasure and then there's the treasure. And like you want to go get the real one. Hmm. All right. All right. I'm I'm jiving with you. I'm, they didn't we're they, hip. They didn't see it. They didn't know it was there. They thought like the treasure was the treasure, but that's not it. All right. Get to um the past future where you know where it is. I got nothing. Oh, you mean like where the dragon is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where the treasure is, but I think it's where the dragon was or somewhere around there. But I can like, yes. Boom. I can, I can, I can, I think I can tell you how to get there. All right. Let, let the man cook. <laughs> you know, besides the treasure that isn't the treasure that they took, is there any chance of that they left behind some of the treasure that they would have taken? That's not the treasure that they missed. You know I, what I'm saying? Right? I think they like, I think they got really wealthy. They mm. found a lot of great stuff. Well, it was a shame we couldn't have had some of them. I'd but say see, looking at my meager possession. But that's the awesome thing. Like, the treasure, it's like, the real treasure is still there. And yeah. they didn't know it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really cool. Those dragons are, like, really smart, man. Yes. Is, is it possible the treasure is knowledge of something? No, there's something there, like... It's almost like I feel like I could I could I would know it, but like the dragons are like not letting me know it. Well, that that's irrelevant. If you can get us there, we'll go there. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you look at like a map thing, somewhere like uh, and he, he like looking around like he's trying to point directions. Which way is the end? Oh wait, you forgot. You had already summoned the goblin with the map. I did. He should be along any second, right? What do you, what do you think? This is Bill and Ted? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back later. And I have no tell idea. Tell the goblin to show trash up the map. Can. Remember trash can. Mm-hmm. Didn't forget a map? It's not in the he's adventurous like, hey, okay. kit. Hang, hang, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. There, and he's like shuffling around. He finds like, uh, you know, there's, there's some books and some paper and, and a pile of stuff. And he pulls out a, a, a piece of paper. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Right? Okay, so we're, we're, we're here, right? Okay. And he, he draws a little thingy. And you guys will realize you're closer to the coast than you realized you were. Um, you knew you were come, somewhat headed in this direction, but if he's, his map drawing is anywhere near correct, uh, you're not, but maybe a few miles actually from the coast. Okay, like we're, we're here. And like, okay, so you guys were like from, 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 from here. And he looks really timidly around like, yeah. Someone in that general vicinity, I suppose. So then, like, if you go up here, there's, like, lots of trees. One of those, uh, what do they call it when they have all the trees? Forest. Yes. A forest. Anyway, so Hard if, word. if you go to the, oh, you should stay away from the forest, though. But what's in the forest? Those, uh, 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 what are they? I don't know. They look like really tall goblins. They got pointy ears, um, but, like, their faces are different. Hobgoblins? No, we've got those. These guys are like skinny ones, but they're like tall. Trolls? Do they come back whenever you chop some of them off? I don't know. I've never chopped one of them off. But uh, I know you guys should stay away from the trees, but you got to go to the trees and then you go that way. Whatever that is. Because, oh, this one, uh, this is the inn. That has the inn. And then you go that way. Whatever way left is. Hmm. West. Mm. Yeah, you go west. Um, really anyway, <laughs> anyway, there's like a right over here. There is a dragon house. See, there's my little dragon house. Would that be a cave of some type? Maybe cavern. 
or it's I don't. It doesn't. I don't think so. It's an actual house. Maybe. Uh, oddly enough, it will be enough. And like Turk gives you the "I got something" look. Well, theoretically, there shouldn't be any danger there anymore because um, the dragons are gone and the um, the army has moved on. Is that the case? Okay, but I think like. You know how I said, like, the treasure wasn't the treasure? Yes. The treasure was, like, I think it was treasure, but it wasn't, like, the treasure. Hmm. It was, like, there's treasure and then the treasure. I think we... we so, I think, like, the dragon was, like, a guardian, mm-hmm. but not, like, the guardian. Like, hmm. there's a guardian, and then there was, like, the guardian. And the dragon wasn't the guardian. It was, like, a guardian, and then there's, like, the guardian. The guardian within the guardian for the treasure within the treasure. So, a guardian remains. I, well, the remains of the guardian are there, but then I think maybe there's, like, the guardian. Right, yeah. and you guys got to figure out how to like get to the treasure and the guardian, and and like the treasure that's not the treasure. That yes, see he gets it. See, I, I think you and I have got this bit of understanding yes. between us. It's like you it. share the same brain, mm. <laughs> back and forth. So if you guys can get there, and like there's the treasure there, uh, and I think, I think like you're supposed to have the treasure. Very well, I accept the terms. Terms of what? You'll know. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I like love it when I just know. So this conflict between the comets, what's the end? Is one trying to destroy the other? I don't think so, but I don't know, man. Like, you know, I think they I think they're kinda like one that is two. Or maybe two that is one. But they are in opposition to each other. Yeah, but like they can't like like they're together like you know when you look up in the sky and like everybody says they're like together but there's like two of them mm-hmm. two halves are one whole yeah like there's like they're like they're there they have to like, they have to be there but then like but there's there's two of them maybe as if they mirror each other yeah like i said that's why like the other guy like the the chainbreaker guy it's like he's there and I'm here. You see? Mm-hmm. Like there's like there's a mirror in between. Mm-hmm. So like the opposite, like he's killing a lot of people and you're doing drugs <laughs> peacefully. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I like guess. he's mean and I'm nice. Right. Uh, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah. Informative. Yeah. Well, this has been enlightening, but I think it's really time I am not in this room. I feel there's one more question I have to ask. If you are, in fact, the Oracle, and let's assume that we're going to, for some ungodly reason, go and do this thing that you've suggested, what do you see? What of what our fates? What what will we... I don't know, man. Don't you feel anything? Nothing? Not even just knowing a little something? Maybe, no, no, it's just a little gas. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell you I have the same problem. I mean, man, like, I can't, like, it's not like I can look at something. It's just like, I just know it. Yeah, that's what I was hoping, that maybe something had come to you. It... Mm, I mean, the dragon thing came to me. Yeah. Well, that seemed important. Yeah. Yes. And also avoiding the tall, skinny things in the forest. Yeah, they have, like, lots of bows. I see them, like, shoot lots of things with bows. I don't know. I've never seen any... What's the word you used? What do you say? Troll? Uh, um, the C word. Would I have some idea? I can't tell. I, I'm trying to play as in character, but I think I know. Um, I think my character might have reason to... For for sake of role playing, let's, let's say you do think you have an idea. His descriptions start to ring a bell when yeah. you think about it. 
Do you think he means the were-penguin that we've heard so much about? He means an elf. Who? An elf. Oh, elves. Yes. My last name is Elfslayer. <laughs> yes, it's, it's his My, family name. We yeah. haven't s slain elves for generations. Might I suggest a nom de guerre if we meet these folk? Yeah, I mean... Oh, no, 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 no. If that's who they are, you got to stay away from them. We can't let them know. Shh. If they find out about us. It's really bad. Why are we whispering? I don't know. Because, like, it's a secret. The elves have big ears. <laughs> you never know when they're listening. <laughs> we sure they're not trolls? Oh, crap. You think they can hear us from here? Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. Should we whisper all the time? No. I think by the I think by the time you f they figure it out, you'll have figured it out. And it <gasps> won't be a big deal. Wow, I like this guy. Like, things make sense when this guy's around. If you didn't have to go do the whole dragon thing, I'd be like, you should stay. So it makes more sense no. for me. We would commune. I imagine you could uh, take many trips to the dreamlands. I mean, I do like a good nap. Yes, yes. Well, like, wow. Like, it's like mind-blowing. Look at everything that happened. Like, look at all the stuff we learned. We, like, figured things out. We like learned about each other. It's been really awesome and amazing. Like, this is great, right? You guys are. In fact, if it wasn't for all our dead friends, it would have been marvelous. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's a real bummer. As you say. Well, at least they'll get him at the river. Uh, excuse me. What? Come again? I couldn't possibly. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, look at my marvelous jewelry collection over here. <laughs> as a fact. Hold on, in a second here, you were going to tell us about them at the river. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the they stopped the army at the river. Oh, you said that. You said that. Yes. Who stopped the army at the river? I don't know. But they, they someone was opposing them, and then they forced them to stop at the river, or the uh, army just decided to stop at the river. I don't know. I like. I just know that the army stops at the river for a long time. Oh, so the, the army is currently wintering there? No. No. They're, um... No. They're moving. The army's moving. But they yeah. stopped at the river. You see, like... Okay, so, like, I saw... When I saw this morning, like, with your friends. Well, you know, the real bummer, right? Yeah. So, like, the, the, the army was way back here, and he kind of points at your map. And then they, like, ran over here. Like, they were, like, you know, it's like they skipped a bunch of places. And they ran over here. Like, it was really important. And then, like, now they have to go back and, like, do all the things they didn't do. Consolidate. Interesting. Perhaps we have time. I don't know what was so important there at that one place, but they, like, ran forward to, to go there. Is this, uh, looking at his map, is this someplace near us? Oh, he's pointing at your village of Kavnir. Oh, that's the... Okay, that's what I was... Like, I was wondering if that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, like they ran back there from here. Like, like, like they ran. Do you think that your opposite, your... The, the other per, uh, chain breaker, do you... If you were aware of us, is he aware of us? Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, you just, like, totally blew my mind right now. Like, what if he... If he's, like like me and I'm like here and he's like there then does if he knows oh wow well if that's the case I kind of got you guys out in the nick of time I'm like a hero 
here's the problem. If you know where we were, and he also might know where we are, or were, he might know where we are, which means he might know that we are here. No, that's why he sent him to the dragon. Right. Well, I would. He knew about that before I did. I would. But double, he was wrong. I would double the guard anyway. <laughs> there was something he didn't know. <laughs> do, you, do you realize? <laughs> that if, that if, if, if he knew about us, <laughs> and he went to the village to stop us, then the reason the village is gone is because of us. <laughs> They're all dead because of us. No. No, Thorgrim. They're all dead because of us. They are dead because of false king who declares himself a chain breaker yet puts our people in chains. Came after us. Came after us. He chose that, not us. We put it down. We chose the life of peace. <laughs> that was our mistake. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna lay down because, like, whoa, that's really heavy. What he just said. <sighs> Whew, that's really heavy, man. And he does. He kind of goes over and kind of lounges back on his little hanging bed. Yes. Well, while you put it down, we'll be carrying. It. Thank you for your time, new friends. I believe we have places to be. You can eat all of that in the bowl. Mm. Oh, you can take it with. Oh, that's good. Thank you. So, as you guys uh, walk back out the door and close it behind you, you hear him snoring already. <laughs> and indeed, Kisk is waiting for you outside. Kisk, I owe you an apology. We are in complete agreement on a topic for once. Well, uh, I guess I'm glad to hear it. Uh, uh, well, I'm going to take you somewhere where you guys can can get a good night's sleep. Uh, I figure you're 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 going to you know you're going to want to learn figure your way around here. You're going to want to uh, learn a lot of stuff, but you probably need some rest. Does that sound about right? It is a fact. Most most people are, are asleep anyway. I mean, some people keep odd hours here, but yes, we were told by that um, the captain of the guard um, Quill that uh, it was very late. And he's like, come with me, and he waves you on. You guys head outside that building and over to another one nearby. It looks almost like it, it was a guardhouse of some sort. It's got set up with bunks and things like that. There's nobody else in it at the moment, but there's probably enough room to, for 20 people to sleep in here. Uh, there's not much else in here, but there's you know, a, a table, chairs, a few there's blankets. Um, you know, there, There's a few things of wine and water that have been left there. And uh, he kind of motions for you. He's like, uh, go ahead and get yourself a good night's sleep. It looks like we uh, we can't see the mayor in the morning, and then she'll induct you into the tribe. Although, will there be some sort of ritual or trials we have to go through? In order I to mean, I, I, I guess it's something of a ritual, but it's pretty quick and, and easy. Uh, it's, just, it's really no big deal, but it's a, uh, it's a formality. But, um, we, you know, of course, we'll have to, like, sway to secrecy. You can't reveal our locations and so on and so forth. Um <laughs> But uh, normally we don't do anybody this this quickly, but... Uh, uh, Circumstances being what they are. Yeah, and we think it's important that you have access to the to our, our other bases in case something uh, something comes up. But uh, all in all, I, I, uh, let me be the first to welcome you to the Tribe of the Severed Moon. You have other bases. Oh, yeah, this isn't the only, this isn't the only town. That's a silly name, and I refuse to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if this is the tribe of the Severed Moon, what, what is the name of the city? Oh, this, this particular village here, we call it Spring Cave. 
That sounds like a lovely place to raise a family. <laughs> I see someone is... I see it's a big the, institution of higher learning there that many people can go to and get an affordable education. Hey, it's not very good, though. I see. That's what <laughs> they hire just anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> their staffing problems aside, you can get a good education. I see a GM is reaching into his own backstory. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm from Illinois, motherfucker. <laughs> Turk is like very well, but like he pulls the map out and he's like, gather around for a minute. Let's clarify a few things. And he casts Wanderer's Guide on the map, which will give a divinely inspired route to where we're going. Like that will cut travel time in like half. That's incredible. That's that's so useful right okay. now. Like, what are the odds? Well, that is that's part of my hero. Like, yeah. that's like my level three hero spell or whatever. Well, you know what it is? It's a spell that actually has something to do other than being in combat, which is yeah. so often what <laughs> what adventurers take. You know? yeah. So let me start with what the other three in the party see when he casts a spell. You guys have seen him cast spells before. You guys have seen him use his cards. Normally, it's a little dull and boring. Right? You know, the magic is cool, but it's his thing. This time, however, when he flops the last card over, the Wanderer, when the magic happens, instead you see him almost begin to vibrate, and you think he might be seizing. You see his eyes roll into the back of his head and go completely white. You see the magic in the cards begin to glow, and he stays that way for nearly a minute. Should we do something? I mean, should we put something underneath his tongue? This hand, my finger is mostly clean. Hold on. Let me poke it in. <laughs> what, if we put his, what if we put his hand in a bowl of warm water? <laughs> oh, what will that do? I don't know, but we'll find out. <laughs> put his bra in the freezer after that. <laughs> All kinds of... Number tricks. <laughs> so this is what Turk sees. You know, normally you cast your spell and you kind of see a few things or maybe you understand a few things a little bit better. But this time when it hits you, it hits you almost like a lightning bolt. You feel a surge of energy like you've never felt before when you cast the spell and when you read your harrow. And your eyes, actually you feel it before you see it. You feel the wind blowing on your face, rushing all around you. And then you open your eyes and you're seeing the terrain underneath you swiftly. You are flying at a fairly fast rate of speed and you're fairly high up in the sky, but you see the snow-covered ground underneath of you. You hear the flapping of wings and it takes you a moment before you realize those wings are yours. As you look to your side and you see large, leathery blue wings on either side of you flapping and soaring. After a moment, you realize you should be paying attention to the path, but you look at landmarks, you see your way, and eventually you see a large wooded area, what can only be a forest. It's fairly dense, and it's very dense for the area. There's trees, and there's pockets of woods, and, uh, you know, it's not exactly uncommon to see, uh, you know, trees of different species around, but this is uh, the only dense forest in the area. As a matter of fact, you've never seen anything quite like it. You've never seen that many trees in one spot, but you know this has to be what he's talking about. And just as you get to that, these large wings bank, and you turn the west. You fly for some time at an amazing rate of speed. You find yourself having difficulty concentrating because you're just enjoying the experience. You feel so strong, so powerful, so content. This is what you're meant to be doing. But after a while, you see rising up from the ground, because it's fairly flat in this area, a large 
hill. It's off in the distance. And you realize that it's so far off that you shouldn't be able to see it, but you do. Like your, your vision is much better than your normal vision. As you get closer, you realize that this isn't just a hill, it's a mound. It's a very, very large mound. As you fly up to it, on one side of the mound, there is a large door that is open. And it's big enough for this version of you to fit through. And as you land down in front of this large door, you look down and you see large talons hit the ground. And you hunch over like you're on all fours. And you look around and you sniff and you snort like you sense something. And at that moment, everything breaks and you're whisked back to yourself. I'm the, I was the, I'm the tr- No, no, it was a vision. Are you all right? Yes, sorry. The, the spell took me farther than it normally does. I don't cast that very often, but I, I saw where we are going. We thought about putting something under your tongue. That would have been mean. <laughs> well, no, just to keep you from swallowing. Kobolds don't have tongues. Deception check. <laughs> Not what your mother said. I, I can see it in your mouth as you form words. It's blue. Well, yes, I'm a spellcaster. I have one. Oh. Well. <laughs> yes. All right. There are 13 kinds of kobolds. You know that, right? Which are the tastiest? <laughs> I just out of curiosity. I'm sure that's part of the lore. Tell you what, I'll point them out when we see them. Ah, good. Yes. What begins those white ones? More importantly, scratch, you were there. I was in your vision? Yes. What was I doing? Running. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there? And you were there? You were there. You were all there. You were on top of a cage, and there was cheese in it. And I'm going to just describe the Wanderer card. It has a little mouse with a knife, which I think is hilarious, <laughs> given your character. <laughs> You're the Wanderer. You were there, and you kept saying... The Lee of the Stone. <laughs> the Lee of the Stone. That's the solid ass reference. Yeah, it's I love that movie. So is Gisk still is he still there? No, to... once he settles you guys in, he he takes off. He's he said no. he's going home. Well, I for one could eat a horse. Me <laughs> so Oh well look, how convenient. <laughs> yeah. Who who wants some? Are you guys bunk down for the night? Yes. Oh, yeah. Furtively, but yes. Probably takes you a little while to drift off into something resembling sleep. It's been a long couple days, and a lot has happened. But you get the sense there's a lot more going to happen in the future. Things are afoot. Strange things are happening. What's next in your journey? Well, we're going to find out next week on the Adventures of All podcast. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K.
for listening to The Adventurer's Vault. Be sure to visit theadventurersvault.com for more episodes and campaign information. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. If you like what you hear, give The Adventurer's Vault a shout-out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit The Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.